good morning and welcome to Kingdom Testimony. Today is September 10th, 2021, Friday. Today we're going to read chapter 89. Um, I don't know if we'll get past 89 because it's pretty long. But um, as I said yesterday, this is the second vision that Enoch had. Um... And it is about the bulls and the sheep. It depicts the whole history of Israel. <clears throat> so let's get started. This part is about the flood. I suppose you could call it like an allegory. And one of those four went to that white bull and instructed him in a secret without his being terrified. He was born a bull and became a man and built for himself a great vessel and dwelt thereon, and three bulls dwelt with him in that vessel, and they were covered in. Of course, that's talking about Noah and his sons. And again I raised my eyes toward heaven, and saw a lofty roof with seven water torrents thereon. And those torrents flowed with much water into an enclosure. Talking about the sky. The firmament is the roof. Okay. And... The torrents flowed with much water into an enclosure. Is that like our our snow globe enclosure? And I saw again, and behold, fountains were opened on the surface of that great enclosure, and that water began to swell and rise upon the surface. And I saw that enclosure till all its surface was covered with water. And the... Yeah, filled the whole thing up with water. And the water, the darkness, and mist increased upon it. And as I looked at the height of that water, that water had risen above the height of that enclosure and was streaming over in over that enclosure, and it stood upon the earth. Wow. And all the cattle of that enclosure were gathered together until I saw how they sank and were swallowed up and perished in that water. But that vessel floated on the water, while all the oxen and elephants and camels and asses sank to the bottom with all the animals so that I could no longer see them. And they were not able to escape, but perished and sank into the depths. And again I saw in the vision till those water torrents were removed from that high roof, and the chasms of the earth were leveled up and other abysses were opened. Then the water began to run down into these, till the earth became visible, but that vessel settled on the earth and the darkness retired and light appeared. <clears throat> so where did the water recede to? Down into the depths. And they did find ocean water under the earth. Okay, racial origins. This is after the flood. This would be the part where uh, the ark is sitting on Mount Sinai. If that's where it landed, they, they're pretty sure it did. But that white bull, which had become a man, came out of that vessel, and the three bulls with him, and one of those three was white, like that bull. <clears throat> and one of them was red as blood, and one black. And that white bull departed from them. Okay? That's Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay? The good son is... Shem, yes, the good son is Shem. Ham was the father of Nimrod, 
That is possibly the black one. Uh, also father of Cayman. And Japheth was uh, some of the other ites. Probably the lesser, the lesser ites. Okay. And they began to bring forth beasts of the field and birds, so that though there arose different gen genera. Lions, tigers, wolves, dogs, hyenas, wild boars, foxes, squirrels, swine, falcons, vultures, kites, eagles, and ravens. Among them was born a white bull. Okay. Birth of Ishmael and Isaac. <clears throat> and they began to bite one another, but that white bull which was born amongst them begat a wild ass and a white bull with it, and the wild asses multiplied. Okay, this... Uh, this is Abraham. Abraham was the white bull. Making a note. Okay. Next section, birth of Esau and Jacob and the twelve patriarchs of Israel. But that bull which was born from him begat a black wild boar and a white sheep. And the former begat many boars, but that sheep begat twelve sheep. Okay, Joseph sold to the Ishmaelites and sold to Potiphar. And when those twelve sheep had grown, they gave up one of them to the asses, and those asses again gave up that sheep to the wolves. And that sheep grew up among the wolves. And the Lord brought the eleven sheep to live with it and to pasture with it among the wolves, and they multiplied and became many flocks of sheep. The Exodus Experience and the wolves began to fear them, and they oppressed them until they destroyed their little ones, and they cast their young into a river of much water. But those sheep began to cry aloud on account of their little ones, and to complain unto their Lord. And, it, and this is Moses' flight from Egypt. And a sheep which had been saved from the wolves fled and escaped to the wild asses, and I saw the sheep how they lamented and cried, and besought their Lord with all their might. Till that Lord of the sheep descended at the voice of the sheep from a lofty abode, and came to them and pastured them. And he called that sheep which had escaped the wolves, and spake with it concerning the wolves, that it should admonish them not to touch the sheep. Clearly that's Moses. And the sheep went to the wolves according to the word of the Lord, and another sheep met it and went with it. And the two went and entered into the assembly of those wolves, and spake with them, and admonished them not to touch the sheep from henceforth. Okay, next section, Passover. And thereupon I saw the wolves, and how they oppressed the sheep exceedingly with all their power, and the sheep cried aloud. And the Lord came to the sheep, and they began to smite those wolves, and the wolves began to make lamentation. But the sheep became quiet, and forthwith ceased to cry out. And I saw the sheep till they departed from amongst the wolves, but the eyes of the wolves were blinded, and those wolves departed in pursuit of the sheep with all their power. And the Lord of the sheep went with them as their leader. And all the sheep followed him, and his face was dazzling and glorious and terrible to behold. Okay, crossing the Red Sea. But the wolves began to pursue those sheep till they reached a sea of water. And that sea was divided, and the water stood on this side and that, and that before their face. And their Lord led them and placed himself between them and the wolves. And as those wolves did not yet see the sheep, they proceeded into the midst of that sea and the wolves followed the sheep, and those wolves ran after them into that sea. This is pretty cool. Enoch is being shown all of Israel's history. 
like many, many generations into the future. Okay. Um, let's see. And when they saw the Lord of the sheep, they turned to flee before his face, but that sea gathered itself together and became as it had been created, and the water swelled and rose till it covered those wolves. And I saw till all the wolves who pursued those sheep perished and were drowned. Separating the sheep from the wolves. <laughs> but the sheep escaped from that water and went forth into a wilderness where there was no water and no grass. And they began to open their eyes and to see. And I saw the Lord of the sheep pasturing them and giving them water and grass. And that sheep going and leading them. This is the wilderness experience. And that sheep ascended to the summit of that lofty rock, and the Lord of the sheep sent it to them. And after that I saw the Lord of the sheep who stood before them, and, it, <clears throat> and his appearance was great and terrible and majestic. And all those sheep saw him and were afraid before his face. And they all feared and trembled because of him, and they cried to that sheep with them, which was amongst them, We are not able to stand before our Lord or to behold him. And that sheep which led them again ascended to the summit of that rock, but the sheep began to be blinded and to wander from the way which he had shown them. But that sheep wot not thereof. Wot. W-O-T. And the Lord of the sheep was wrathful exceedingly against them, and that sheep discovered it, and went down from the summit of the rock and came to the sheep, and found the greatest part of them blinded and fallen away. And when they saw it, they feared and trembled at its presence, and desired to return to their folds. Okay, this section, Moses judges the apostates of Israel. And that sheep took another sheep with it and came to those sheep which had fallen away and began to slay them. And the sheep feared its presence, and thus that sheep brought back those sheep that had fallen away. And they returned to their folds. And I saw in this vision till that sheep became a man and built a house for the Lord of the sheep and placed all the sheep in that house. That is the tabernacle. And I saw till this sheep was, which had met that sheep which led them fell asleep died <clears throat> and i saw till all the great sheep perished and little ones arose in their place and they came to a pasture and approached a stream of water the jordan okay here is the death of moses then that sheep their leader which had become a man withdrew from them and fell asleep died and all the sheep sought it and cried over it with a great crying Aww. okay crossing the jordan river and I saw till they left off crying for that sheep and crossed that stream of water, and there arose the two sheep as leaders in the place of those which had led them and fallen asleep. And I saw till the sheep came to a goodly place in a pleasant and glorious land, and I saw till those sheep were satisfied, and that house stood amongst them in the pleasant land. Two sheep as leaders, uh, Joshua and Caleb. Is Caleb the other leader? Okay, next verse is Samuel judges Israel. And sometimes their eyes were open and sometimes blinded, till another sheep arose and led them and brought them all back, and their eyes were opened. Okay, next three verses, Saul appointed king over Israel. And the dogs and the foxes and the wild boars began to devour those sheep, till the lord of the sheep raised up another sheep, a ram from their midst, which led them. And that ram began to butt on either side, those dogs, foxes, and wild boars. Okay, these are the descendants of Ham and Japheth, Noah's two other sons. Um, <clears throat> until he had destroyed them all. And that sheep whose ram were op 
eyes were open, saw that ram which was amongst the sheep, till it forsook its glory and began to butt those sheep, and trampled upon them and behaved itself unseemly. That's Saul. Okay, and David replaces Saul as king of Israel. It's kind of annoying these, they, they have Israel misspelt in these titles, but okay, whatever. And the Lord of the sheep sent the lamb to another lamb and raised it to being a ram and leader of the sheep instead of that ram which had forsaken its glory. And it went to it and spake to it alone and raised it to being a ram and made it the prince and leader of the sheep. But during all those things, those dogs oppressed the sheep. And the first ram pursued that second ram, and the second ram arose and fled before it. And I saw till those dogs pulled down the first ram, and that ram arose and led the little sheep. And those sheep grew and multiplied, but all the dogs and foxes and wild boars feared and fled before it. And that ram butted and killed the wild beasts, and those wild beasts had no longer any power among the sheep, and robbed them no more of aught. Okay, I want to point out in the beginning, the good good ones were like the white bull and the elephants and uh, what were they? They were elephants, camels, and asses. So now we're into smaller animals. So clearly, those were, um, you know, indicative of the giants because they had long legs. Now we're talking about short-legged things. So these are lesser evil. These are the ites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Amorites, Shittites. Is that one? Uh, the Canaanites. Okay. And these, these were Ham and Japheth's offspring. Now Japheth's not as bad, but Ham really bad. Ham begat eventually Nimrod. Nimrod was the one who built the Tower of Babel to go up and take God off of his throne. So the wolves, I would assume, are from Ham or the wild boars, and the dogs and the foxes are from Japheth. That's my assumption. So we got three breeds running the earth. One's very bad, one's in the middle bad, and then the uh, Shem, his his offspring will beget Jesus. Okay. All right. Uh, death of David, reign of Solomon, and that ram began many sheep and fell asleep, and a little sheep became a ram in its stead and became prince and leader of those sheep. Okay, that's Solomon. <clears throat> and that house became great and broad, and it was built for those sheep, and a tower lofty and great was built on the house for the Lord of the sheep. And that house was low, but the tower was elevated and lofty, uh, most holy place. And the Lord of the sheep stood on that tower, and they offered a full table before him. That's pretty cool. And again I saw those sheep, that they again erred and went many ways, and forsook that, that their house. And the Lord of the sheep called some from, from amongst the sheep, and sent them to the sheep. But the sheep began to slay them. These are the good kings. And one of them was saved and was not slain. And it sped away and cried aloud over the sheep. And they sought to slay it. But the Lord of the sheep saved it from the sheep and brought it up to me and caused it to dwell there. Not sure who this is. Possibly Jotham. I have that written in my margin. And many other sheep he sent to those sheep to testify and unto them and lament over them. 
All right. So um, we're not too far from the end of this chapter, actually. Now we are at the apostasy of Israel and their captivity. After that, I saw when the Lord went that when they forsook the house of the Lord and his tower, they fell away entirely and their eyes were blinded. And I saw the Lord of the sheep, how he wrought much slaughter amongst them in their herds until those sheep invited that slaughter and betrayed his place. And he gave them over into the hands of the lions and tigers and wolves and hyenas and into the hand of the foxes and to all the wild beasts. And those wild beasts began to tear in pieces those sheep. And I saw that he forsook that their house and their tower and gave them all into the hand of the lions to tear and devour them into the hand of all the wild beasts. <clears throat> want to make a point here. In the book of Revelations, or is it Daniel? Um, there are four things that will be the fall of mankind at the end of time. It's in the Old Testament and a couple of the prophet books. And it's in, I thought it was in Revelations. Pestilence, viruses, biogenetic uh, weapons. Okay, so pestilence, war. Of course, there's always a World War Three looming. Um, the sword, so that's war. So pestilence, war, beasts. Okay, beasts are the offspring of the Nephilim. However you want to decipher that or imagine that. It's, it's whatever the evil um, wannabe rulers of the world are creating with their genetic tampering or aliens. Okay, that's going to be part of it. And famine. That's the last one. Okay, on that happy note, let's continue. I can't remember where I left off. Oh, okay. Um... All right, they were devoured in the hand of the wild, the wild beasts. And I began to cry aloud with all my power and to appeal to the Lord of the sheep and to represent to him in regard to the sheep that they were devoured by all the wild beasts. But he remained unmoved, though he saw it and rejoiced that they were devoured and swallowed and robbed and left them to be devoured in the hand of all the beasts. And he called 70 shepherds. 70 usually means the heads of all the nations, not necessarily a definitive number and cast those sheep to them that they might pasture them and he spake to the shepherds and their companions let each individual of you pasture the sheep henceforward and everything that I shall command you that do ye and I will deliver them over until you duly numbered and tell you which of them are to be destroyed and them destroy ye and he gave over unto them those sheep and he called another and spake unto him Observe and mark everything that the shepherds will do to those sheep, for they will destroy more of them than I have commanded them. I believe um, these are watchers or angel guides. And every excess in the destruction which will be wrought through the shepherds record namely how many they destroy according to my command and how many according to their own caprice record against every individual shepherd all the destruction effects and read out before me by number how many they destroy and how many they deliver over for destruction that I may have this is a testimony against them 
and know every deed of the shepherds, that I may comprehend and see what they do, whether or not they abide by my command which I have commanded them. But they shall not know it, and they shall not declare it to them, nor admonish them, but only record against each individual all the destruction which the shepherds effect in each his time, and lay it all before me. And I saw till those shepherds pastured in their season, and they began to slay and to destroy more than they were bidden, and they were delivered. They delivered those sheep into the hands of the lions. Ooh, no, this is nation heads. This is not watchers. Um, <clears throat> I put in my margin, Hitler. I think we might be getting up to modern day. And the lions, <clears throat> excuse me, and the lions and tigers eat and devoured the greater part of those sheep. And the wild boars eat along with them, and they burnt that tower and demolished that house. Hmm. Don't know. Uh, yeah. And I became exceedingly sorrowful over that tower, because that house of the sheep was demolished. And afterwards I was unable to see if those sheep entered that, in, entered that house. Oh, I believe that's 70 A.D., where they destroyed the temple. And the shepherds and their associates delivered over those sheep to all the wild beasts. I don't know if he's seeing up to and past the time of Jesus. Well, let's just keep going. Okay, and the shepherds and their associates delivered over those sheep to all the wild beasts to devour them, and each one of them received in his time a def definite number. It was written by the other in a book how many each of each one of them destroyed of them. And each one slew and destroyed many more than was prescribed, and I began to weep and lament on account of those sheep. Can you imagine all the destruction of his people he's seeing? These are all his... He's looking at it as his generations. And he's not crying over, you know, four-legged animals. He sees that this is his generations. And thus in the vision I saw that one who wrote how he wrote down every one that was destroyed by those shepherds day by day and carried, it, carried up and laid down and showed actually the whole book to the Lord of the sheep, even everything that they had done and all that each one of them had made away with and all that they had given over to destruction. And the book was read before the Lord of the sheep, and he took the book from his hand and read it and sealed it and laid it down. And forthwith I saw how the shepherds pastured for twelve hours. And behold, three of those sheep turned back, and came and entered and began to build up all that had fallen down of that house. But the wild boars tried to hinder them, but they were not able. <clears throat> yeah, I think this is leading up to the time of Jesus. And they began again to build as before, and they reared up that tower, and it was named the High Tower. And they began again to place a table before the tower, but all the bread on it was polluted and not pure. And as touching all this, the eyes of the sheep were blinded so that they saw not, and the eyes of their shepherds likewise. Yeah. And they deliver okay, and they delivered them in large numbers to their shepherds for destruction. And they trampled the sheep with their feet and devoured them. And the Lord of the sheep remained unmoved till all the sheep were dispersed over the field and mingled with them the beasts. And they, the shepherds, did not save them out of the hand of the beasts. And this one who wrote the book carried it up and showed it and read it before the Lord of the sheep and implored him on their account and besought him on their account as he showed him all the doings of the shepherds and gave testimony before him against all the shepherds. 
and he took the actual book and laid it down beside him and departed. This is where Jesus comes down. This is what was going on in heaven. So that would not have been 70 AD. That possibly could have been maybe Shiloh. Remember Shiloh was uh, was destroyed? <coughs> Excuse me. All right, so I'm going to erase the Hitler thing I have here because that's, that's not even close to them. Okay, we made it through chapter 89. Okay, and let's see what chapter 90, okay, no. Okay, yes, let's do chapter 90. It's not that long, and it's going to finish out the vision. And I saw, till that in this manner, 35 shepherds undertook the pasturing of the sheep, and they severally completed their periods as did the first and others received them into their hands to pasture them for their period, each shepherd in his own period. And after that I saw in my vision all the birds of heaven coming, the eagles, the vultures, the kites, the ravens, but the eagles led all the birds. And they began to, to devour those sheep and to pick out their eyes and to devour their flesh. Ew. And the sheep cried out because their flesh was being devoured by the birds. And as for me, I looked and lamented in my sleep over that shepherd who pastured, 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 pastured the sheep and I saw until those sheep were devoured by the dogs and eagles and kites and they left neither flesh nor skin nor sinew remaining on them till only their bones stood there and their bones too fell to the earth and the sheep became few and I saw until that 23 had undertaken the pasturing and completed in their several periods 58 times but behold lambs were born by these white sheep and they began to open their eyes and to see and to cry to the sheep Yea, they cried to them, but they did not hearken to what they said to them, but were exceedingly deaf, and their eyes were very exceedingly blinded. And I saw in the vision how the ravens flew upon those lambs, and took one of those lambs, and dashed the sheep in pieces, and devoured them. And I saw till horns grew upon those lambs, and the ravens cast down their horns, and I saw till there sprouted a great horn of one of those sheep, and their eyes were opened. And I looked at them, and their eyes opened, and it cried to the sheep, and the ram saw it, and all ran to it. Ooh. And notwithstanding all, these, all this, those eagles and vultures and ravens and kites still kept tearing the sheep and swooping down upon them and devouring them. Still the sheep remained silent, but the rams lamented and cried out. And those ravens fought and battled with it and sought to lay low its horns, but they had no power over it. And I saw till the shepherds and eagles and those vultures and kites came, and they cried to the ravens that they should break the horn of that ram. And they battled and fought with it, and it battled with them and cried that its help might come. And I saw till a great sword was given to the sheep, and the sheep proceeded against all the beasts of the field to slay them, and all the beasts and the birds of the heaven fled before their face. <clears throat> and I saw till that man who wrote down the names of the shepherds and carried up into the presence of the Lord of the sheep. And I saw that man who wrote the book according to the command of the Lord till he opened that book concerning the destruction which those twelve last shepherds had wrought and showed that they had destroyed much more than their predecessors before the Lord of the sheep. It sounds like that. That man is Jesus. Okay. And I saw till the Lord of the sheep came unto them in wrath and all who saw him fled and they all fell into his shadow from before his face. And I saw till the Lord of the sheep came unto them and took in his hand the staff of his wrath. 
and smote the earth, and the earth clave asunder, and all the beasts and all the birds of the heaven fell from among those sheep, and were swallowed up in the earth, and it covered them. Woohoo! Revelations! He saw everything. And I saw till a throne was erected in the pleasant land, and the Lord of the sheep sat himself thereon, and the other took the sealed books and opened those books before the Lord of the sheep. This is the judgment. And the Lord called those men, the seven first white ones, and commanded that they should bring before him, beginning with the first star which led the way, all the stars whose privy members were like those of horses, and they brought them all before them. The judgment of the fallen angels. Cool, cool stuff. And he said to that man who wrote before him, being one of those seven white ones, and said unto him, Take those seventy shepherds to whom I delivered the sheep, and who, taking them on their own authority, slew more than I commanded them. This possibly being the kings of Israel. And behold, they were all bound, and I saw, and they all stood before him. And the judgment was held first over the stars, and they were judged and found guilty, and went to the place of condemnation. And they were cast into an abyss, full of fire and flaming, and full of pillars of fire. Judgment over the stars. What are stars? And those seventy shepherds were judged and found guilty, and were cast into that fiery abyss. Okay, now I'm back to thinking the seventy shepherds were watchers. And I saw at that time how a like abyss was open in the midst of the earth, full of fire, and they brought those blinded sheep, and they were all judged and found guilty, and cast into the fiery abyss, and they burned. Ooh. Now the abyss was to the right of that house. And I saw those sheep burning and their bones burning, and I stood up to see till they folded up that house, that old house, and carried off all the pillars, and all the beams and ornaments of the house were at the same time folded up with it, they carried it off and laid it in a place in the south of the land. Hmm. Is that Jerusalem? And I saw to the Lord of the sheep brought a new house, greater and loftier than the, that first, and set it up in the place of the first which had been folded up. All its pillars were new, and its ornaments were new and larger than those of the first, the old one which he had taken away, and all the sheep were within it. Oh, we get a brand new earth? What in the world? Okay. And I saw the sheep which had been left and all the beasts on the earth and all the birds of the heaven falling down and doing homage to those sheep and making petition to and obeying them in everything. Hmm. Those who rule and reign with Christ. And thereafter those three who were clothed in white and had seized me by my hand who had taken me up before and the hand of that ram also seizing hold of me. They took me up and set me down in the midst of those sheep before the judgment took place. And those sheep were all white and their wool was abundant and clean. <clears throat> I wonder if this is the 144,000. I don't know. And all that had been destroyed and dispersed and all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the heaven assembled in that house. And the Lord of the sheep rejoiced with great joy because they were all good and had returned to his house. Okay, just a few verses left. And I saw till they laid down that sword which had been given to the sheep and they brought it back into the house. And it was sealed before the presence of the Lord. And all the sheep were invited into that house. But it held them not. The eyes of them were all were, all were opened. And they saw the good. And there was not one among them that did not see. And I saw that that house was large and broad and very full. And I saw that a white bull was born with large horns. And all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air feared him and made petition to him all the time. And I saw till their generations were transformed, and they all became white bulls, 
and the first among them became a lamb. Okay, this sounds like Christ. And that lamb became a great animal, had black horns on his head, and the Lord of the sheep rejoiced over it and over all the oxen. oxen. It's so allegorical. I'm just guessing all over the place, so I'll just stop. And I slept in their midst, and I woke and saw everything. This is the vision which I saw while I slept. And I awoke and blessed the Lord of righteousness and gave him glory. Then I wept with a great weeping, and my tears stayed not till I could no longer endure it. When I saw they flowed on account <clears throat> of what I had seen, for everything shall come and be fulfilled. And all the deeds of men in their order were shown to me. On that, I, on that night I remembered the first dream, and because of it I wept and was troubled, because I had seen that vision. Okay, um, his first dream, of course, was where the earth had sunk and had been and was gone you know it's very possible that still might happen i mean if if we believe that enoch was scripture and we'll stop there because because chapter 91 is isn't very short um <clears throat> you know there's he he just he just recounted the entire history of Israel, you know? And sure, a lot of it can be termed as allegorical, but it was pretty easy to follow when it was during like Abraham and Jacob and Moses and all that going on. So, Hey, that was a lot of reading. Um, well, I guess we'll just leave it there. So next week we will probably be finishing Enoch. Um, wow, that's pretty cool. And yeah, and I'm so glad it's Friday. Um, it's going to be hot here where I live, but I'm going camping where it's about uh, maybe 10 degrees cooler. So I'm very excited about that. 80s in the daytime. And possibly low 60s or upper 50s at night. And camping in a tent, I don't bring a, I don't bring a heater or anything. I mean, I have one of them little buddy things. But, um... 54 degrees in a, I have a, a nice warm, it's an old sleeping bag, but I put a blanket inside of it, a really soft blanket inside of it, and, and I'm just cozy, cozy. Um, so other than that, um, yeah, this morning, before the sun came up, which was only like, like 6.30, because um, I have a I have a big hill or mountain right behind me, so I don't get the sunrise until like 7:30, and that's why this is coming out a little later. Because I knew I was going to be gone all weekend, and I wanted to get stuff done out back. I built two compost stations; they're connected, um, and so I'm really excited about that. The one is empty, but the other one is like, I've got it up to about a quarter full. 
and I just started on it last year. So it must, might not sound like much, but there's only one of me. But I told my kids, I told my daughter, I want all your, your kitchen scraps. Well, that's disgusting. No one wants to say that. It's like, when are you coming by to get it? You know, so um, I basically just raid her fridge and look for rotten, rotten vegetables. You know, I mean, there's always some in there. They have good intentions, but, um, and then, so what you do is you can create your own, um, nutrition rich dirt. So you do like newspaper leaves, uh, pine shavings, which is what I have. So I don't have leaves. I don't have trees. Well, there's trees, but they're stickery, a cardboard, um, dead grass. So you have, I think it's a three to one ratio. So three of those. And then you put in your vegetables, fruit, crushed eggs, eggshells. I'm going to make that a three. Coffee grounds. Um, and you, you throw all those in there. Anything green, like alive greens dead grass on the brown, alive greens, and that's the one part of the ratio, and then you keep it moist. I keep mine a lot moist, and boy, does it stink. But I, and then you have to let the air get at it, and you have to let the dirt get at it, so um, like a cardboard box or an empty tree planter that has the holes in it, because you want um, flies and bugs and worms and you know maggots or whatever you want that stuff in there because that's what breaks it down well I live in a in the desert where it's nothing but sand and rock and actually I have more rock on my house area here um, <clears throat> than anything there's no black dirt to be found except in my potting mix bags and so um, I use a tote, and I don't drill holes in the bottom because I, you know, any moisture around here attracts a lot of bees. So I use a tote, and I, you know, wet everything down inside, and it, yeah, it can stink, but I set it over by the shed. And then I take the lid off in the daytime and let the flies get in there. And then when it starts stinking bad, then I take it out back to the corner of the house pad, which I have like a three-quarter acre house pad. Take it out to the far corner and dump it in the pallet bin I have started and then I cover it with cardboard. And I'm going to be getting some straw. I want to get some cheap straw somewhere so I can cover it. And, and I also do composting for my number two duty. And um, because I have so much rock here, I do have to dynamite to put in a septic. So I have to, according to county rules, I have to, you know, dispose of everything in a different way. So <clears throat> that means getting creative, you know, catching the, the, the gray water runoff, no, the black water runoff from the sink, you know, and then I put that in jugs of uh, 
with detergent, a little bit of detergent on the bottom. I mean, you just have to get creative. You know, I don't want to run all this stuff out into the desert and kill stuff, you know. But, <clears throat> and I have to keep everything, you know, all of the, all of the moisture and water away from, you know, I like bees, but I, you know, if, if you have a tray of water sitting out, you'll drown a whole bunch of them. So I don't like to do that. But I don't like to let the water just sit there wide open because I don't want bees everywhere. You know what I mean? So I just, I have to get creative. But this is the way I've chosen to live. I love it up here. I have a beautiful mountain view. I have the birds and the wildlife I've seen. This year I saw my first scorpion. I had another rattlesnake this year. Um, I, th I think I've had two. I had one last year and two this year. One of them was right outside my door. I opened my door and, oh, hello. And, uh, and what you do for that is, and if you don't want to hear all this stuff, I'm done with Enoch, but um, I'm going to ramble for a little bit. But what you do if you had a have a rattlesnake is I have um, ammonia in a squirt bottle and um, you, you spray the ground in front of it and it can't stand the smell so then it just hightails it out of there. So that's how I got rid of the second one. The one last year I had a 16 foot long board that I had to chase it away with. And that's when I had my, my other dog here that now my son has. But um, I saw a brown recluse this year, possibly more than one, um, out in the shed. There was one in the uh, outside where I have some stuff. And then I saw a tarantula last year, last year in the yard, and this year I saw one on the other side of the fence. I have a cattle fence around my... Um, three-quarter of an acre because there's cows everywhere it's open range there's just cows everywhere they just run wherever they want poop everywhere they want knock your stuff over eat your plants I couldn't plant anything now I have a cute little privet tree growing Japanese privet I put in oleanders and I'm thinking about I'm thinking I'm gonna get some chickens in a couple weeks my son has five chickens he's gonna give me three Rhode Island Reds and two uh, white ones, don't know what they're called. So I'm, yeah, getting busy. So, I mean, maybe I'll keep you updated on what I'm doing out here. I just went out and measured where I'm going to put the the greenhouse. And, I mean, all this is going to take a lot of time. It's, like I said, it's just me. My son helps me a lot with 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 stuff. You know, I mean, whenever I need it, he's he's going to... He offers to help, and my other my other son and daughter do also. You know, all I have to do is ask, but I don't like to ask because I live so far out that it like takes up a whole almost a whole day, and they're all working, and my daughter is you know homeschooling, and you know housewife and all that, and she's busy. So that's what I got going on out here. I have my little cabin, and I have a shop, and I have an old shed. And a travel trailer that I'm gutting out. Um, yeah. And it's fun. I'm enjoying myself. It's really fun. So, all right. I'm going to leave it there. And I pray you have a blessed weekend. 
and uh, have a fun weekend. And we'll finish Enoch next week. I'm excited. So, till Monday, see you later.